0: Hello guys welcome back to another video my name is jrielly for those who don't know me and i teach english as a second language and also as a foreign language i teach english online and also in Texas. In today's video, as you could see in the title, we are going to be talking about common mistakes that Spanish speakers make when speaking English. I'll mainly focus on pronunciation and I will expose what they make wrong and I also will help you to fix that mistake to overcome that problem. But before I start teaching you, don't forget to subscribe if you're not a subscriber and to thumbs up this video because that will help me a lot. So without further ado, let's dive in into our presentation. Five mistakes that Spanish speakers make when they speak English, so let's go. Some of them are very common also among Portuguese speakers, and I speak Portuguese, so I know. Well, the first one that I want to mention that I want to talk about is about vowel sounds. In English, the vowels sometimes don't sound the same. One vowel can have different sounds. Let's talk about short and long vowels. Spanish speakers and also Portuguese speakers, they have some trouble differentiating long vowels from short vowels. Not knowing between long vowels and short vowels can cause some trouble when communicating to others. So you might want to say, oh, it's raining. It's raining. But you might say, it's raining. It's raining. So the difference in pronunciation between it and eat. Can you hear the difference? It, eat, or not and note batter and barter and pull from pool so sometimes brazilian spanish speakers they have trouble differentiating these sounds it's understandable because in portuguese and spanish vowels don't usually change their sounds they they remain constant like they remain the same doesn't really matter the word you're pronouncing and i'm so sorry I can't speak today and I need to make a video. So eat and eat, note and not, batter and barter and pull and pull. The difference sometimes is just so small But it makes such a difference when you're speaking in English. And one thing you want to start doing is working on your listening. You cannot recognize a sound, a difference in sounds, if you're not training your listening. To make a correct sound when speaking, you have first to recognize it when you listen to it. So you have to work on your listening. So let's talk about a little on short and long vowels. The vowel A, for example. The long vowel A sound is the sound, the letter, the vowel uh okay i will persevere when we talk about long and short sounds we're not talking about the length of time that we're going to pronounce that sound but how the sound changes to say long and short vowel is just saying that they different pronunciation not that we are spending more time or less time saying certain sounds okay so long Sounds usually are the vowel sounds itself. So when you're reading the alphabet, you say A, E, I, O, and U. So those are the long sounds. So the long A, for example, is late and mate, because it's the A sound. The short A sound is the A. So you're going to open your mouth. Your tongue is going to be flat in your mouth. And you're going to open like A, A a ah, a ah sound so bad bad and cat cat now we have the long e which is the vowel sound itself he and B. the short e sound is the E. Eh. it's very short and it's eh, eh. bed and net so it's short bed net head some people may confuse with the sounds as bad. So we have bad, ah, bad, and bed, bed. We have the long I sound, which is light or I, and the short I sound, which is very, very difficult for those who don't speak English as a first language. It requires a lot of training and practice. So it's a sound in between the vowel. I and E, but it's not I and it's not E. It doesn't really make sense, but it's in between. So you're not going to sound E and not E. So it, it, and bit, bit. If you add, for example, an E here, it becomes bite, which is the long I sound. But bit, it, it, and bit. The long O would be rope and hope, and the short O would be jog and clock. Here it's AW and here it's O, O, AW, O, rope and jog. Long U is the U sound, cute and mute. The long U sound is the UH sound, sun and run. So let's go again. I say one time and then you repeat right after me. Late. Mate. Bad. Cat. He. Be. Bed. Net. Light. I it bit rope, hope, jog, clock, cute, mute, sun run. So you gotta practice. The second problem um, among Spanish speakers, and I feel that Portuguese speakers as well, is the dropping consonant sounds at the end of words. So in Spanish, consonant clusters or like a group of consonant, they never appear at the end of words. That will result in a drop at the last consonant in English. When I say it like that, it doesn't really make a sense. In your mind, it might have a huge question mark, right? Let's see in an example. This might be a problem, especially when you're saying, when you say words ending in ED. So you want to say worked and you end up saying work because the cluster KED, it's not very common in Spanish. So worked. A person may say work, and it's kind of hard because then how the other person is supposed to know that you're saying the verb in the past tense or loved and the word love. Now, there is an additional problem with this. The ed sound, for example, has three different sounds. In Portuguese, among Portuguese speakers, we tend to say all of the sounds. So, for example, Portuguese speakers may say worked, worked. Or work it, work it. Here they are saying all of the consonants and vowels. So, for example, this one, worked, it doesn't sound ED at all. And also, we are dropping the E sound and just pronouncing the T. So, worked. Now, in love, we say loved. We don't say lovey the. We say love the. So, we drop the E sound. How to overcome? this problem. So you want to see that word in a context. When you put that word in a phrase, it's easier for you to pronounce it correctly because then one sound will transfer to the other sound. And so if I want to say loved, but it's very hard for me to say it the word alone, I can put in a sentence and then I can transfer that sound to the next word. So for example, I loved it. I loved it right so all of the sounds are separately i loved it now in english we pronounce in a cluster i will add the d with the next word which is the it so i loved it i loved it i love dit 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 i loved it no i loved it or, I worked every day last week. We usually say, I worked every, every day last week. So, I worked every day last week. Now, if you say in a sense, I worked every day last week. I worked every day last week. You can also study and practice the sounds by syllable. So, first of all, you need to know that ED has three different sounds. It has the T sound. The D sound and the E D sound. It all depends on the last syllable. So for example, the word work. When you say work, the last syllable, it's not vocal, it's not voiced. So for all of the words that end in an unvoiced sound, you are going to replace the E D for a T sound. So instead of saying work or worked, you're going to say worked. Worked. Love, love, if you put your finger on your throat, you see that love, the last syllable, it is voiced because there is a vibration on your vocal cords. Because it is voiced, you're going to replace the ED by the D sound. So it becomes loved, loved, loved. And the word need. All of the words that end in T or D, you're going to say the ED sound. So needed, needed. You can also break it down the word. So if you break it down by syllables, you may learn it better. At first, you really need to put force into saying those correct sounds. So it might not sound very natural and force, but that's okay because over time you will overcome that problem and it will sound more natural as you practice and speak more. So worked, worked, loved, needed, So be careful with those dropping consonant sounds at the end. Don't drop it because it's very hard to distinguish present tense verb to a past tense verb. The third common mistake among Spanish speakers is the CH sound. I was teaching a class last week and I was, I think I was teaching a word such as church and all of my students had a really hard time saying church as they were saying church. Or church so the CH sound doesn't sound like sh at all the CH sound actually has three different sounds and for these three different sounds I do not have a guide or rule for you such as the ed sounds so this one you gotta really pay attention to the English around you and just copy what people are saying and then you again you have to force yourself to say the, the sound correctly so you may say Mush instead of much, or church instead of church. So as I said before, English ch in English has three different sounds, such as in machine, which is the sh sound, machine; anchor, which is the k sound, anchor; or church, which is, which is the ch sound, ch. Spanish speakers have a huge problem saying this last sound, the ch sound. So if you say shh, that's why I have this picture right here, shh, it's incorrect. Because even mush is a word in English. How to make the ch sound? First of all, let's imagine how your mouth works when saying that sound. So this is your tongue, throat and teeth. What do you want to do with the tip of your tongue? You want to touch right here why right right oh right as it's showing here on the picture so the tip of your tongue is touching the upper part of your mouth behind your upper teeth right so the tongue tip should point just slightly upwards so that is resting at the ovular ridge so the ovular ridge is a bumpy part behind the back of your front teeth so right here then the sides of your tongue so this is your tongue this is the tip of your tongue and these are the sides of your tongue i'll do it like this so tip and sides so the sides of your tongue should be touching the inside of the top back molars molars teeth so this side here should be touching the teeth i can't show you and the lips should move into a rounded position like and then you have to blow air. So air needs to come through your mouth. Also here in your diaphragm, which is right here. You have to control that one. So like, when you get punched in the stomach, like, that's what you have to do to make that sound. Think of a train. The train does, or when you are sneezing, such as a ch. So that is the CH sound. Ch, ch, so church, right? Let's practice with these words chair, cheese, cheap, chips. Oh, the I sound, remember? This is E sound, cheap, and this is chips, and this is church. Again. Chair, cheese, cheap, chips, and church. The fourth problem I wanna talk to you about is the V sound. So, two weeks ago, I was teaching my Spanish speakers, and there was one activity they were working on, and they had to spell a name to the other person. So, they were working describing a picture. And um, the other person will get the description and give the person um, the description's name. When they were doing that, when they were spelling the, the names, one student said B and the other student wrote B. So that is a very common mistake among Spanish speakers because V in Spanish sounds like B, such as in vampiro. You don't say vampiro, you say vampiro. You don't say vaca, you say vaca. And that kind of messes you up when you're speaking English, because V in English, it's not pronounced as B whatsoever or at all. So in, in English, V sounds as this is the V sound. And that is very important to understand and learn, because when you're communicating to other people, you might want to say a word, but you might say another word. So let's say you're talking, oh, this is um, very much so. You can say berry much so but then berry it's a fruit so very and berry best it's something that you put on your body it's a vest but you can say best as in good best and then you have vowel when you get married you write your vowels but if you say as a b is a bow which is a form of greeting in japan that's a bow so that's very very different so you gotta get that figured out because otherwise you're just going to say the wrong word unintentionally so how it works so first of all let's understand the difference when you say b and v when you say b look at my lips b my bottom lips touch my upper lip b b when you say v my bottom lips touch my upper Teeth. another difference is that B is not vocal it is not voiced therefore there is no vibration there is no vibration in your vocal cords as in V there is a vibration here so when you want to say V you have to get your bottom lips to touch your upper teeth you have to let air come out of your mouth and you have to vibrate your throat. And one way to feel if you're vibrating your throat or not is to place your finger on your throat and say Mm -hmm. -uh, mm So practice with me. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. -uh, Okay, so let's see here. To overcome, you can start with practicing just the V sound, Mm -hmm. V, -uh." or you can also start by saying short words they don't really exist. You can do v, you can do v v or ba ba or vroom vroom and always place your fingers on your throat to know if it's vibrating or not. And lastly, practice, practice, practice. So if you're speaking in English, you have to be really mindful of how you are speaking. Because if you are not paying attention on how you're pronouncing the words, you might say B instead of V, and that messes your speech up. And so most people are just too concerned with understanding and transmitting the message, but you also should be concerned on how you are speaking. That way you can fix those mistakes right there. So if you're speaking and you're not really paying attention, the probability is that you're going to keep on making those mistakes because you're not paying attention. So if you're mindful, if you are really paying attention on how you're sounding and making those sounds, it's more likely that you will fix those small problems right there. And so if I say, oh, you know, vampire, oh, no vampire vampire also take a moment before saying those words that have v and think about it and just start preparing your body to say that word like right so vampire so you have um v sound starting at the beginning of a word in the middle of a word or at the end of a word such as in view and value or visit and various repeat after me view Value, v, visit, v, various. In the middle of a word, never, provide, however, and level, at the end of a word, love, have, give, and live, live okay the fifth um last problem that i see among spanish speakers and also portuguese speakers is the syllable stress pattern so in english english is a stress timed language it means that we are going to stress different syllables of a word and also different words in a sentence while spanish is a syllable timed so hear me out i say vampiro Vampiro, all of my syllables are stressed. They all have the same length and time. So vampiro, it's quarter a second for each vowel. But in English, it's a vampire vampire. We have one syllable that is louder than the others and also one syllable that we take more time saying than others. So a stressed syllable has a longer, louder, and higher sound than the other syllables in the word. So let's play a game here. These are all of the words that we have here. And I am going to say that word once, you can repeat after me, and you have to figure it out which syllable is stressed. Meaning, which syllable can you hear louder? Which syllable here we are spending more time when pronouncing it? So information, information, information. What is the syllable that you think is that is the most stressed? The mation is more stressed because you can hear it louder information. When I start saying the word, you, you hear that in is right here, like very low in, in volume. So information. So I go information, mation, information. Let's go to the second one. Tiresome, 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 tiresome. Which syllable is the most stressed? tire tiresome tiresome what about responsible 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 which syllable is the most stressed in responsible this one spawn responsible so re you can can barely hear it right responsible what about excitedly excitedly yes excitedly what about obedience 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 instrument 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 that one is hard communicate communicate you see that mu is louder communicate So the way I see um, syllable stress patterns, I see it as a up and down line. So when I'm saying explaining it, you might see me doing this with my fingers, right? So communicate, communicate. So communicate, communicate. What about remarkable? Remarkable. Yes, mark. Remarkable. Decidedly. Decidedly. This one is easy, decidedly. It's the side, decidedly. And the last one, transportation. 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 Yes, transportation. You can hear it louder and clearer the first part, the first syllable, trans. You see, transportation. And that is all from me for today, you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed. I know that I talked about. Five different things very briefly. My hope is that you are conscious and aware about these mistakes now and you can start policing yourself to avoid making these mistakes when speaking in English. And I'm so, so sorry for all of my speaking issues today. I don't know what's going on. I'm just so tired that my brain doesn't really work, but I do have to make videos for you so my editor doesn't kill me um but thank you so much for staying until the end with me i hope you learned something new and don't forget to subscribe if you're not a subscriber and to thumbs up this video to help me get this message out there and help people that really want to speak english with confidence and with quality so i hope to see in the next video have a great rest of your day have a great week bye bye